0: Welcome to the Merge Boo Podcast. It seems today that
1: all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We all have one thing in common. We want to talk about. Survivor! Yeah! hello everyone um, uh, I'm uh, yep yeah, I'm Joel like I like you heard in the uh, the theme song and you're Cody yeah and that's yeah. me um, it's just us this week isn't
2: it <laughs> um, are you asking if there's someone sneaking around and waiting
1: to pop out well, well actually I mean this is the first time ever we've recorded at my apartment. I know. I've never been here before, and I feel like you're not getting the full effect because my cats aren't here right now. I'm going away tomorrow, so they're with my folks. I, yeah, I just the the apartment doesn't feel right without my little my, my cats running around. So. I
2: think if there were a surprise guest, then you would know more than I would.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, have you seen people under the stairs? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I suppose yes. I. I um, I'm not getting the full effect of your cats, but it's a good thing because I am very allergic to cats. So, Right. Have I, you ever felt that when you like gave me a hug or something? Uh, yeah. Did you not notice every time you hug me, I sneeze? I've noticed every time I hug you, you cry.
1: <laughs> but that's really Those were tears of joy. No, no. Allergies. <laughs> um, okay, so... Today, we're, uh, we're a Survivor podcast, of course, and this is the off-season, so we're, um, this is something I've been wanting to do for a while, is do a commentary on a Survivor episode. There's a lot, there's some podcasts I listen to that do commentaries of movies, and I, I always kind of like those episodes, they're like, kind of chill, and you know, they hang out and they watch a thing together, you know? And I've And I just sort of wanted to capture that energy for, Survivor. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I think we're about to do it here. And uh, what better episode to choose than the best season of all, the premiere of the best season of all, Game Changers.
1: Yeah, I I don't know that I agree that it's the best season of all, but I agree that we are going to do commentary (laughs) for the premiere. Uh, um, uh, We wanted to do the Coach uh, Exile Island episode, but... Alas, it's not on Paramount Plus in Canada. Neither is Australian Survivor. American listeners, I can't tell you how how difficult it is up here in Ontario right now. We're in fucking lockdown for the 80th time where we don't have Survivor Seasons 1 through 29 on Paramount Plus. You're reaping all the benefits. I'm talking to you, American listeners. You're reaping all the benefits of Australian Survivor. My socks, are, Plus. my socks are falling down. Do you want a pair of socks? I got lots of socks. <laughs>
2: yeah, I need some new socks. Do you? If I'm going to watch this, yeah. We can pause. No, no, no.
1: no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, American listeners, you don't know how easy you have it. You're fucking <laughs> indoor dining, looking on your phone at Australian Survivor, Jonathan LaPaglia.
2: Well... I think what Joel's getting at is we wanted to choose an episode that everyone can watch if yes, you have Paramount Plus why, anywhere in on the that world. Rant.
1: That's why I got on that rant. So if anyone has Paramount Plus, you can... But first of all, if you're listening to this, you don't have to be watching along with us. But if you want to watch along with us, that'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll try and uh, keep it interesting and not have long pauses of looking at how hot Caleb is.
2: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> okay. Should we uh, just get to it? Because it is a a, a, a two-hour premiere. Well, two hours in quotations with commercials. We're, we're actually going to m- go on YouTube in between the commercial breaks and look at commercials. No. <laughs> yeah, just to
2: fill the time.
1: <laughs> I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Okay. Ready? Yes. Okay, so everybody watching at home. Get ready to uh, play along. When I say go, I'm going to go three, two, one, go. Hit play the premiere of season 34 of Survivor. Game changers. Ready? Three, two, one, go. All
2: right. Now in this moment, when you're watching live, you must be thinking, wow, over the years, All of these great players have played the game. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see the reveal of who they chose for Survivor Game Changers. Yeah,
1: who has changed the game? First we see Tony, yes. Definitely Game Changer. 100%. The the most game-changing person on the season. Behind him was Malcolm. Definitely changed the game in terms of flashiness of idle plays.
2: Who are they going to show next, though? There's Malcolm, oh, they yeah. are showing Malcolm X. And
1: these are two guys that leave within the first few episodes of the fucking season. Too.
2: Spoilies! Yeah,
1: well, yeah, if you're starting, if this is the first time you watch this episode and you're watching with commentary, you're psychotic. There's Ozzy. Game Changer. Game Changer, yeah. You're you're watching the season, with. Like, wow, they got a good cast so far. Sandra? Sandra. Yes. Yep.
2: 100%. They're really focusing on the game changers, though. They know.
1: Yeah, but they're all pre merged boots. Is that insane?
2: Well, yeah, you got to get them out.
1: <laughs> oh, there's there's <laughs> g- the game changer herself, Sierra Don Thomas. Fan
2: favorite game changer, Sierra Don Thomas.
1: Serie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's the shining light of this season right here, Serie. Should we get the package of her convincing Eric to. Give away the
2: idol, Joel. Did you know that Suri's the uh, first woman to get off the couch?
1: Definitely. I mean, and, and, <laughs> and, and who are we right now? Both of us sitting on a couch.
2: <laughs> I'd get off it to play Survivor anytime. Mm-hmm. There's Debbie.
1: So Debbie, we get we get Tony, Malcolm, Sandra, Suri, Debbie. <laughs> the five most game changing players those are the first five packages of this <laughs> i can see this being pretty exciting you know watching this live on tv after watching i mean it's know, a good thir- 33 seasons in front of this but go on sir it's a good group of
2: returnees like, I don't know why you wouldn't be excited about. Like, just. Brad Cold Pepper? Yeah. I think that this season gets a bad rap because it's called Game Changers. But if you're just looking at it as a returnee season, they chose a pretty good cast.
1: It's a dopey cast. It's a dopey cast. I will say it's a dopey cast, but it's not a strategic cast. Some so it's a kind are, of an entertaining cast, but also, like, you're left with all these. At the merge, you're left with a bunch of people that. Haven't been getting much screen time in this season because the pre-merge is so top-heavy with all these actual game changers that got so much screen time that go home before the merge.
2: Some people have called this podcast a dopey cast.
1: We are. (laughs) Who's this guy?
2: That's a game changer right (laughs) there.
1: (laughs) These Fiji guys in the... He got some good screen time there. Yeah, I thought he was one of the game changers. Putting down the anchor on the boat. What season? Me from? Yeah, yeah. He's from Thailand. He's <laughs> from season, f- the, the the season nobody talks about.
2: That's true. Yeah, we yeah. would just forget about yeah. him.
1: Do you want a pillow? Oh, this is good. We have a few pillows here. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a pillow apartment. <laughs> he's not lying. There so are a few pillows. So in the here's room. Jeff Probst's famous game changer speak speech where he like tells them all their game changers and blows smoke up th- all their asses and I think it means the wrong things to the wrong people I mainly Troy Zan, Sierra, Don Thomas and Debbie the way they talk about themselves in confessionals during this season is delusional that's the best part it is funny. It's definitely funny, but they, like, Ozzy and Ozzie and Sandra are like, yeah, yeah, Jeff, get on with your speech. The actual Game Changers is like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, Jeff. But Debbie is like, yeah, I could call myself a Game Changer.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> past guest uh, Chili will always, uh, he sent me a few times his favorite moment of this season. And it's in the finale when um, Jeff says, "Like if this would have happened, then it would have come down to Troyzan to uh, vote." And then Troyzan stands up and like takes a bow and like
1: cheers as if he would takes have his won. Moment, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, the, the one thing about Troy Zan is he does, bec- he, you think he's delusional for most of the season, but he does become rather self-aware in the final tribal where he knows he's going to lose, you know. He kind of like, okay, I get it. I, I'm, I'm uh, like, you remember his speech at the end?
2: <laughs> well, I will say that if you were to watch, like going into this before this season, I think that Troy Zan lost a lot of steam after this season, but he did have steam going into it
1: like from One World? Yeah, cuz he was a big character or because
2: Yeah, he was one of the standouts and he was like battling
1: the odds, I guess, for like one or two episodes, but he also put himself into that situation by voting out all the guys. Yeah, with being manipulated by Kim. Yeah, I mean, once he he gets to the bottom, he he I think he misplays an idol and then for one episode he um wins immunity, I think. He wins immunity and then Leaf goes home and then he's out the next episode. But
2: he's probably in like the top four players of that season.
1: (laughs) Which is saying so much. (laughs) Yeah. The first game-changing opportunity. This is just a marooning, classic marooning kind of thing. Blah blah blah. Ozzy's gonna go and swim for it. Here's the thing with these, with a lot of like, Jeff takes any sort of opportunity to be hyperbolic, right? To like be like, this is like the hugest thing in the Every season is huge to him. You know what I mean? Like, there's no just like a there's no regular season of Survivor. Why would he come out there and be like? Well, this is just another
2: one, guys.
1: I know, but <laughs> it, so the amount it, he does not it is, it is absurd. It's, it's his you job don't, he, to
2: get people excited.
1: No, I know, but like he just has a way. It's it's not a bad thing. I'm just saying it's it's rather hyperbolic, and sometimes it's like, okay, are you gonna say this every fucking time, buddy? <laughs> like I remember he called like season thirty. Worlds Apart, one of the best seasons of all time. (laughs) Speaking of Sierra Sierra Don Thomas and Haley Ford. Is that her last name, Ford? I know it's spelled H-A-L-I. Who finds that advantage? Look at Caleb's big flip. Caleb, so I've been watching Big Brother Canada, but you watch Big Brother. What's Mm -hmm. what's Caleb's story? Caleb's a big uh, part of Big Brother. He
2: did really well. Beast um, Cowboy? Yeah. I think he was a part of a four. It's been a long time since I watched it, but I'm pretty sure he was a part of a four person alliance. He's clearly. Oh,
1: Ty! Almost. <laughs> uh
2: oh. Um, but Caleb is clearly on here more because of his Big Brother accolades than well, Survivor.
1: Maybe they also kind of felt bad because they almost killed him in Go Wrong. They literally, he almost died. Yeah. he did die. And I think they actually cloned him, like, in the movie The Sixth Day with Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Or how all the QAnon people say about uh, Joe Biden. (laughs) Joe Biden's not Joe Biden. Did you know that?
0: No. It's a clone of Joe Biden. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Um, (laughs) So... Anyway, B-Spoke Cowboy, he's really good at challenges. But if Does he win? Or what what place does he come in? Um I don't he doesn't win in Big Brother. But I think
2: for some reason I think he might be on the same season as Hayden or close to Hayden's
1: anyways. Okay. But if you Hayden should have come back for this season instead of Caleb. This even though Hayden didn't almost die, I think it was
2: worth I think because of how big of a personality Caleb was on Big Brother and that he didn't really get a good shot, whereas Hayden we saw a lot of, I think it was worth bringing him back.
1: Right. I, I, I've always hyped up Hayden on this podcast, which Chris George, for some reason, hates <laughs> that I do that. But I think he's good. Okay, now we need to... Okay, first commercial break... Let's plug in YouTube. No, just <laughs> kidding. This is actually a commercial for sharks. But <laughs> Shark outside, meat.
2: outside of Sierra Don Thomas, I just want you to admit yeah. that these are all pretty good people to come back.
1: Haley? Why not? She's boring. Jeff Varner, <laughs> responsible for one of the worst moments in Survivor. Um, well, I like I like Sierra. I like Sierra Easton, despite her being a Trump supporter. Um, but at her mom, she found it at her mom. Um,
2: okay, but Varner is like th- one of the worst moments in this season. Like he wasn't before this. People no. liked Varner no, no, before no.
1: this. I, I I can totally see, especially after second chances, why the two second chances people they brought back are Sierra and. Um, Varner, because they definitely were two people who were playing hard. But, I mean, I don't think Sierra should have come back. I think she should have waited to come (laughs) back. Because, like, this is, like, a tough episode for her. She does not have a great look in this episode. She's the first one voted out. Sucks. Um, The. (laughs) For.
2: Um, we have it with uh, subtitles right now, and um, Troy Zan was asked if it was his real name. And the subtitles said that Troy Zan's uh, response was, no, it's toys.
1: <laughs> so so we just uh, uh, saw the moment where Tony says, I'm, you guys do this, I'm going to go look for an idol.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this, you should love this season because it's the reason why Tony won twice.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is like, f- like this episode. I think is a, is really funny because Tony's really funny. <laughs> Tony, Tony is funny in this episode, and I love Tony, and I love Sandra. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think Tony comes into this season being like, I'm gonna do the same thing, and like, I know I'm a TV character, and blah blah blah, and all these people, blah blah blah, but does forget about. The target he has on his back, which he's so aware of coming into uh, Winners at War because of this lesson he had. I think maybe if he waited a while between Kagayan and Winners at War, he might have realized what th- the, the, the target on his back would be if it, if it was like, because that's like 13 seasons out, right? right. Um, but I don't know. What are you looking at on your phone?
2: I'm trying to get the information of uh, Caleb for on BB on BB. How many times did he play? He came in fourth. Okay. Uh, in oh the- right, okay. He was on Derek's season, who's known as like one of the big, uh, the best Big Brother players. Is that
1: Doctor Derek or whatever. Doc- no, that's no, Dr- that's Will. Doctor Will.
2: <laughs> Derek was the uh, cop.
1: Oh, kind of like Tony. Yeah. Maybe that's why Caleb is is aligning with him. I think a big reason some of these players come on, and this is like an annoying aspect of some all-star seasons, especially all-stars in this season, and I guess there's the Daniel DiLorenzo factor of heroes versus villains, and a lot of it is talked about. Is like a lot of these, this, the casting on these all-star seasons isn't always about Character, it's about who's hot. Um, and I don't know if I agree with that, but you know, well, I but would, it, it is. I mean, I do see, I mean, that's I think that's why Sierra and Haley are on this season. It's you know,
2: who knows? I mean, like some of those people, like Sierra, she's maybe Trump's the producers liked something they saw. Yeah,
1: though. no, you're right. I mean, uh, I, s- I can see why Ty comes back and Zeke and Debbie.
2: Oh, yeah, of course. Of
1: course, uh, Ty and Zeke and Debbie, Debbie's TV. Zeke o- obviously has a tough time on this season for obvious reasons, but after the merge, I think Zeke's playing is all over the place. He and, and- he and Andrea going after each other, back and forth, back and forth, is just so silly, in my opinion. Like, they should have just fucking started... they're they're on top and then they go start cannibalizing each other. Well, that's everyone,
2: I think, getting in their head about it being called Game Changers. Exactly. Wanting to make big moves and everything.
1: And here's JT. Oh, there's... Okay, here's our winner. Sarah. So, did you uh, watch the interview with uh, Ozzy where he told the story where... They all just voted for Sarah to win Game Changers, and then they all go back to Ponderosa. Sarah goes to her room, gets changed, has a shower, and they're all eating dinner, and Sarah walks out with a Make America Great Again hat on. And they're all like, oh my god, who did we just give a million dollars to? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. that's It's Ozzy telling the story. And I mean, I, I buy it, so. Oh, man.
2: I I will say it's uh, kind of hard for me to look at Ozzy in this season
1: after what he sent me this week. All right, yeah. You you see him, and well, what did he send you this week? Because
2: usually he'll send me, like, he'll either send messages or he'll send things where you have to pay to see them so you don't actually see them. Mm-hmm. But this week he just sent me an image, and it just came up free of charge, I guess. What was it? It was him with his, like, legs over his head and putting a dildo in his butt.
1: Oh, my God.
2: That is graphic. I I was like, I got the notification, Ozzy sent you a message, and I was like, okay, let's see what he uh, he's saying this week. And then it was just the most graphic like image. Hardcore <laughs> porn.
1: Because, like, I guess, like, hardcore porn means penetration, penis, vagina, and obviously erect penis. He's jacking off on the rocks and blah, blah, blah. But but, we, but those were to pay for. Like, I didn't right. see them.
2: This, Ozzy's I,
1: look in this season has always pissed me off. Look, okay, so it goes from him talking to Sierra, no mustache. and But in the go, then it goes to this confessional, and he has the mustache. See? Look, no mustache. Shaved. Did he shave it with a fucking machete, or was that taken before the game started?
2: Those confessionals, this confirms it. Confessionals are filmed after the season.
1: <laughs> this is a good that conspiracy. Does he, sh- he is the kind of guy that would just be like, ah, fuck it, I'm going to shave myself, shave my mustache with the machete.
2: Do you want to ask me if uh, he had a mustache in the picture I huh? saw?
1: Sure. Uh, did he have a mustache? Uh, I don't know. I didn't closely did he examine anything. Did just have the fucking chin beard? <laughs> Is that a soul? No, it's not a soul patch. That's just like no, a... No, a goatee. A goatee. Okay. But like a goatee without a mustache. What's that called? It's still a goatee? Half goatee? It's a goatee. Then it's just a mustache also a half goatee? No, that's a Because I mustache. thought a go- goatee was a chin... And a mustache. No, because like a goatee is
2: more of what Ozzy has here, because it's like a goat, right?
1: Yeah, but then what is it called when you have a chin and a mustache? When you ha- everyone has a chin. No, a d- chin beard, just the chin, isolated, and the mustache.
2: Yeah, people call that a goatee too.
1: So here we have Cherie talking about how he voted, she voted Ozzy out in Fans versus Favorites, famously. And Ozzy is kind of complaining about it.
2: Imagine these bros on a road trip. Ozzy, Ty, and JT. <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy makes it pretty far in this season, too, doesn't he? He, he makes it kind of average length for Ozzy. Past merge, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think he, uh, he gets voted out in a similar spot that he does in Fans versus Favorites. Hmm like right after the merge pretty much. Like he's not the merge boot, but he goes off right after the merge. Um, and it's and, and Ozzy going out is like Debbie and Sierra's big move. They're like, it's time to get out, Ozzy. And then like they go out like right after like... <laughs> so you go, oh yeah, perfect move for you two. Good job. Um, <laughs> But it, the big
2: moment, I think that's the episode that Ty beats him in Ozzy's challenge, right? Yes. Where Ozzy had the record.
1: Yeah, that is that that episode. So this is another instance of Ty putting his. F- I guess the first instance of the season, but it's like the classic story of his first season is him like <laughs> just being dopey and and sticking his foot in his mouth. Not not the most strategic player. Good good at finding idols though. Mm-hmm. That Ty, huh?
2: <laughs> I voted that we should watch the Saree motivational episode, but Joel didn't want to do that one.
1: I probably would have done it, if you, if but then you're like, let's do the premiere, and I was like, okay. Whatever, whatever. Well,
2: maybe people will demand we do the whole season.
1: Commentary on the season? I mean, we spent... Five minutes talking about goatees. <laughs> 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 we're going to have to fill the space of an entire season. I mean, why not? Okay, so we just have a shot of a tribe going around a fire. Tony's Camber taking tans. off his socks. Coney, Tony's all by himself. Tony's off going to get water by himself.
2: Troy's in has some cool socks, eh? I didn't see them. What were they like? They were like green with a
1: spider on them. I love seeing Tony on TV, just him running, <laughs> being a goofball. Like, I'm glad we got the Winners of War we did, where he w- he eventually wins. But and like he does have like moments of being manic, like this, and being insane, and like in unnecessary ways. But I wish we had a whole season of it, <laughs> you know, because he's like mostly just kind of being. I mean, you should play on the beach. Like his end game is to go to the end with Sarah and Ben, you know. Like it's not like too too strategic of a thing. Like he doesn't have to pull off too too many master strokes other than like the what's her <laughs> name Sophie thing. Okay. Troyzan just caught him digging. I mean,
2: you can't blame anyone but Tony for him getting out early.
1: Okay, so did you just catch that Troy Zan called Tony the idol weasel? Mm-hmm. And do you remember what uh Tony calls Woo in the first few episodes of Kagayon?
2: No, I blacked that season out. Weasel Woo. <laughs> woo! Weasel Woo. <laughs> There's a big toad. He's like the idle toad. It's funny that Tony was just trying to make an underground bunker, which is a stupid idea and an insane idea that he thinks he would be able to dig a big enough hole in the ground to hide himself. Oh,
1: yeah. His Winners at War strategy of the spy nests is <laughs> just, uh, an ag- again, shows that his Winners at War strategy was just a step above <laughs> um, what uh, uh, this is. Yes, the bunker strategy was dumb. He should have gone up instead of down. For whatever reason, when I think about this season and this episode, I... Oh, this is oh. it. This is why. Caleb falling on the rocks. Dumbass. I always think about that. He wants to get medevaced again so bad. Yeah, I know. He's like Michael Scoopin coming back and hitting his <laughs> head on.
2: <laughs> no, I knew we couldn't get an episode without talking about Michael Scoopin.
1: Well, the, the running <laughs> gag of, of, of Philippines is that like people are like, I can see why he fucking fell in the fire. He's clumsy as shit. <laughs> There's Aubrey.
2: Yeah, she shouldn't have been asked back on this season. Well, she shouldn't have ever been asked back.
1: She, you see why, though? She pops really hard and co wrong. No, she sucks. She pops hard and co wrong, and you they know that. They bring the people
2: that pop hard. They brought Debbie and Ty. That's all you need.
1: Yeah, but she had the uh, big edit in that season. I think we all would have rathered Sydney. Yeah. I think I, I I don't know why they haven't brought Sydney even on, in the finale of Go Jeff says I can't wait to have you back to to Sydney. Sydney. I, I don't know why they've brought Aubrey back twice. Yeah, they should have brought Sydney back. Why didn't they bring Sydney back to Edge of Extinction? That would have been cool. <laughs> Who would have been better for that season than? Uh, I don't I think Aubrey on Edge of Extinction is a weird beast. She's she gets she has a better look even than this season even though she has a much worse performance. I just like she's so invisible in this season. Mhm. Well, that's
2: the benefit. That's why she has a better look in this season cuz yeah. you don't have to see the bad gameplay.
1: Every time we see see a confessional from Aubrey in this season it's as if she's talking to us like we're filled in on the rest of her game as if she thinks every single confessional is going to make the edit and it's kind (laughs) of embarrassing in a way she she has like this protagonist complex to her you know (laughs) like she sees herself as a main character and she even says at one point in the season everyone sees themselves as a main character I'm like you are the most guilty of that it seems to me (laughs) The Ship Puzzle, which Kelly Wentworth and David Wright failed miserably on in Edge of Extinction, speaking of which. But Edge uh, of Extinction,
2: I want to know, who would have been better than the four they brought back? Well,
1: Kelly Wentworth was a slam dunk, I think. And he, so, uh, Kelly, Kelly and David are good in that season.
2: I agree.
0: And,
1: what's that? I, I would keep them. Yeah. And Joe, obviously, is a fucking turd of a man. Aubrey, uh, honestly, Joe actually kisses his dad on the lips. (laughs) Yeah, he does. He didn't get the chance to do that in Edge of Extinction, though. Um, (laughs) We should have watched the family visit of this season. (laughs) What? What? Trying to think of the. I can't remember the family visit in this at all. Cerie's son comes. Mm Mm-hmm. That's all I remember.
2: Does Monica Culpepper come?
1: Is that who comes for Brad? Maybe, probably, yeah. Uh, Troy Zan's fucking, I don't know, photographer friend. <laughs> 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 uh, um, imagine like a supermodel came to visit Troy Zan so he could take pictures of her. Um, anyway, uh, what was I saying? Fuck, I, I feel like I had an interesting point. Oh, we were talking about Edge of Extinction. Instead of Aubrey, Sydney is a good idea. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Coach was asked to be in Edge of Extinction. So instead of Joe, Coach, <laughs> that would have been insane. Coach in Sydney on a season. <laughs> if Coach, <laughs> why would he be asked? Well, uh, he he said that he was asked. He's didn't he turned it down? He or turned it down. Yeah, and uh, and. The immunity necklace in that season, or the immunity idol, the tribal immunity idol, is a dragon. Oh yeah. So like, there's or or it's like a di- there's like a dinosaur theme in that season. You know the 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 mm-hmm. torch snuffer is like a a dragon's claw as I'm, well.
2: I would have guessed they'd be more likely to have not brought David than Joe, though. Unfortunately.
1: Well. But, but you, and, you and I saying who we would rather have. Yeah. I'm saying, instead of Joe, how about Coach?
2: Yeah. I, w- I wish Coach wouldn't have turned that down. Yeah, that would have been That cool. would have been think. a much better season. Oh, yeah. I like that season. Imagine but. if I got Julie Rosenberg mm-hmm. and Coach in the same season. Mm-hmm.
1: That's they would have been on the same tribe, too. Yeah, that's my dream team. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to go to the washroom. You vamp. We're not not pausing. (laughs) Okay. Keep the video going. We're watching this nice
2: challenge. I know that we haven't spoke about the actual episode in a while. Um, I think that the thing with this challenge is that everybody's got to dig. Oh. Everyone going over. Splashing about. I think that... When I watch the challenges, I like to see if I would do well at them. And I think that this one, I don't know, I feel like it would be pretty hard to get over that rolly thing. The net would be fine. But about speed, hmm, I don't know. Well, now they literally got to dig. I mean, Tony has been preparing for this, this whole episode, digging. So he had been trying to bury himself already. This is perfect for him. I don't know how he is last behind everyone else at digging when he spent all day the previous day digging.
1: How is it possible? Well, you're talking about Tony V? Yeah.
2: Well,
1: maybe he's all dug out. That's the true. dugout. <laughs> Here's what I was thinking in the washroom. Okay. That Debbie's going to kill this puzzle? No, no. <laughs> I was talking about the hyper- hyperbole of Jeff, right? Yeah. And how in past seasons, especially all-star seasons, he could get away with it, right? Mm-hmm. First all-star seasons. This is epic. It's our first time we've ever done this. Fans versus favorites. Oh, my gosh. It's fans versus favorites. And then it's... Heroes versus villains. Villains. It's like such an expert, such a wonderful theme. Uh, first of all, it's like yeah. the heroes versus the villains. It's two different playing strategies, and they'll figure it out. And it's just like it is epic nature to it, it uh, and also it's cast really, really well. Mm-hmm. And then we get to blood. Ver- I mean, there's there's the the Rob versus Russell, which is you know of an epic quality, has an epic quality to it. But those aren't philosophies. Blood versus Water has like a, a, for the first time ever, they will be playing with their loved ones, right? And yeah. then Second Chance has an epic quality to it as well, because it's like, all these people were voted in by you, America. And then Game Changers is like, you are all Game Changers, and you look out and fucking Troy's hand is there. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I don't know about this one, Jeff. I was with you. I was with you before on the second chance and here's villains thing. That was cool, but this is a little much. No, <laughs> you can't be Tarzan. Cha- for I'm the first time. We brought together game changers. I'm like, no, you brought together game changers in other seasons too. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry to complain. But well. Yeah. I would
2: think, once again, I think that the theme is the only thing holding this season back. It's a perfect season. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but I was just also, thinking when you were saying... Sierra yeah.
1: Easton looks good, and she's the first one out. What's that about? Spoilers. Mm, I know. i, I was I'm just sorry thinking to say, but she does look good. Am I wrong?
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was just thinking.
1: Yeah? Fans versus favorites. Wouldn't it be much better... Sorry, did you just catch that? Uh, uh, (laughs) They're trying to put the ship's wheel on Zeke and Sari. And Jeff goes, will it fit? And you can hear Debbie go, yes, it will. (laughs) And and then Zeke's like, no, (laughs) it's not going to fit. Sorry, go on. You were saying? Wouldn't fans versus
2: favorites be better almost as a blood versus water type season where the fans, like, they would probably have to list... About three favorites each, three or, or maybe even five. But each fan has their favorite in there, and they're somehow attached to that person. Mm. But then you could still split them up at the start, but then you know it's like, so okay, this is it blood person versus
1: water? or is it fans versus favorites? It's both. I think that was the idea of edge versus, edge, edge versus extinction, edge of extinction.
2: Oh, that everyone was like that the
1: people like 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 the people on on each tribe were the ones that wanted to be working with like David and Kelly, and oh, okay. like on the other side they wanted to work with Joe and Aubrey like that sort oh, of thing. Oh man, what a loser group that was! I know, um, <laughs> but well, I think I think maybe Joe and Aubrey were like. Not not their first picks. Wouldn't yeah. that be better, though, if you were to think about,
2: like, fans versus – I mean, like, the first fans versus favorites was – it was good, I guess. Like, there was there was good favorites. But the, the second one was like, okay, I want to know which one of these people, like, out them. Whose favorite is Brandon Hance?
1: <laughs> I want people to be outed. Right. Well, and – or Don. Or Corinne. Yeah. Well, <laughs> whose favorite was Corinne? People like Corinne. No, Corinne, cause, they don't. Because she's like a firecracker, right? People like people that are honest. A firecracker? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Corinne, I think, was
2: on Amazing Race as well.
1: Yeah, with Eliza.
2: Yeah. I, I'm watching through seasons of Amazing Race right now. You're watching Big Brother. I'm watching Amazing Race. Yes. And I saw um, two Survivor contestants so far. Team together from South Pacific that I had no idea who they were.
1: Whitney and Keith.
2: Yeah, did not remember them at all. They're not on the current season, are they? No. No. um, Disney Plus uploaded season one through 20 or one through 30. Okay. They don't have the Rupert one. I know that. I think it cuts off right before the Rupert one. Well, the
1: Rupert one is the one that Brett and Chris from Millennials vs. Gen X on – are on, and Corinne and Eliza are on. Really? Yeah. Well, I want to watch that one. Mm-hmm.
2: I st- I'm going to watch the Rob and Amber one. Um, yep. But I'm watching,
0: I just oh, started... Oh, if Rob
1: is on Celebrity Big Brother, I would be so excited, because he'll uh, like do so well. With celebrities, he's going to murder it. He's going to be so good at it.
2: I don't know. Some of these celebrities... It'll be him
1: versus New York from from uh, uh, Flavor of Love. <laughs> Did you hear, that's, have you seen, um, like, her name's Tiffany something. She is on Celebrity Big Brother in Britain. Have you seen the clip no. of her? So David Bowie's ex-wife is on that season. Okay. And so here's the confusion. There's a uh, a player in the Big Brother Celebrity house whose name is David. And David Bowie's ex-wife gets news that David Bowie died while they're in the Big Brother house. So she goes to Tiffany and says, I have some news. David's died. And Tiffany thinks she's t- talking about David in the house. And she freaks out. What? What? David's dead? David? David is dead? And she's like, yes, please don't freak out. Please don't freak out. How did he die? cancer he dropped dead from cancer and she like runs around the house going like David's dead David's dead and David's like no I'm not <laughs> no David doesn't even yell he's like sleeping and just like rolls over and goes what no I'm alive and, <laughs> and Tiffany's like why did she tell me that David's dead she's trying to get into my head and she's like grieving from the death of her ex-husband and this woman is shouting it's so funny
2: oh my god um, I watched the, well, I started the f- original Celebrity Big Brother America. The, not the original because they did it forever in the UK and stuff. But the first American Celebrity Big Brother mm-hmm. that had Tom Green on it.
1: That was like just a couple of years ago. Yeah. That was the first one?
2: That was the first one. Oh. They haven't been doing it very long.
1: Okay. For some reason, I didn't, th- I didn't think that was the first one.
2: Yeah, that but was What the
1: hell do I know?
2: That was the first Beach one. Cowboy. It's it's too much. It's like the celebrity ones even more days than the regular Big Brother. It's like it it's less. No, it's like um but more days a week. It's like 6 days a week because
1: Oh, episodes. Yeah, yeah because yeah.
2: the celebrities got to get out of there quicker.
1: Yeah, it's less days in the house.
2: Less days in the house, but more days a week you have to watch it.
1: Yeah, I'm going to watch, especially if 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 Boston Robs on. I'm hooked on BB right now. I
2: mean I'll uh, I'll keep you posted about how he does in uh Amazing Race as well.
1: I heard he uh, kind of manipulates the game similar to the way he does on Survivor and Amazing Race. Really? I think I feel like I also kind of I think I might have watched that season when it was on too cuz I used to watch Amazing Race when I was a kid. But it depending on what year that came out. I remember seeing some
2: I've been liking it. The uh,
1: uh, Keith and Whitney did decent. Mm-hmm. Um, did, did you get to know them more? Because they're invisible in South Pacific. Do you get to know? Well, them? Well, yeah, bit? I didn't know who they were.
2: I they they were talking about being on Survivor, like they were fucking game changers. Like they should have been <laughs> on this one. <laughs> so I, I was like, who the
1: hell are these people? So what's ha- we're talking about other reality shows right now, but. What's happening in this episode right now is that Sierra is going for Michaela, but everyone is going for Sierra. Where are you going, to the washroom? Do you know where to find it? To the right. There it is. Okay, so they're going to tribal council, and as we know, Sierra is going to be voted out, but I believe she's going after Michaela, so Tony. Gets out of this sort of deal. The thing about this season is that the swap comes really quickly. I think it comes the next episode. Am I right about that? Or is because I know Beast. It's 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 Sierra and Tony in this episode, and then Beast Boy, Cowboy Caleb himself, goes home next week. And I think it. Yeah, I think he meets Brad Culpepper on the other side, and uh, gets voted out right away. Because I feel like I remember Caleb being with. Brad, husband of Monica. 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 Wh- who am I doing right there? That was a celebrity impression. Monica. It, th- it might be a, uh, a friend's impression, but I feel like I was doing Trump saying Monica. Yes, Chandler, and there's Monica. Monica, she's a good friend, excellent wife to Chandler.
2: Um, Joel, in your bathroom, Mm -hmm. you have a cup with your toothbrush in it. And the cup has its tongue out. Not like it's joking, but like it's sexualizing my penis while I pee.
1: Well, I feel like you're projecting onto it, maybe.
2: (laughs) No, it has little wet droplets flying off of it in the image. There's uh, actually a camera... (laughs) That, <laughs> uh, that makes sense. <laughs> that was where I was going. With yeah. It. yeah.
1: <laughs> nice bathroom, that way.
2: Eh? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see myself uh living in d- there in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That
1: fa- there's a, that's a famous bathtub, too.
2: Famous. Yeah,
1: because of my cat.
2: Oh, I thought you were gonna tell me that. Um, Men, Women, and Children was filmed in there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the Sandler movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know the famous scene? The famous bathtub scene in *That Star is Born is filmed in there. where. Uh, oh, the boob. Yeah, where you see Lady Gaga, el natural.
2: Oh, that is an image of you on that cup. Because hmm? that is what you're doing right now, the tongue with the saliva. Thinking about
1: Lady Gaga in the buff. <laughs> well, or I'm thinking about Sierra Dawn. Not Sierra Dawn. Sierra Easton on her way out. Both Sierras are Trump supporters. Yeah, that's a problem. That's this a Sierra season, thing. This season has a bunch of controversial people because Troy Zan's also a fucking idiot too. <laughs> All we have uh, to root for is
2: Sandra, like we're rooting for an Australian survivor. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how she does. And have you watched it? Is it out?
1: What's the deal? I don't think it's out yet. I think it comes out soon. Mm-hmm. But I will. I will watch it for sure. For the Queen. Mhm. How are we gonna watch it? Uh, on Facebook, <laughs> that that Facebook group that has all the
2: right links. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, talk about that on our route. It it probably ends when American Survivor starts.
1: Hopefully. Yeah, we'll 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 do like uh, reality uh, roundups with the Big Brother Canada and Masked uh, Singer. Australian. Masked Singer, maybe. Yeah, Masked Dancer. Mm-hmm. M- masked. I don't know. Masked anti vaxxer is what that show is. It's just all these fucking conservatives. Like it's a, thats that's what that show is now. It's just like a rehabilitation uh, center for for canceled celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> like Rob Schneider and it Johnny n- Rotten after <laughs> his his fucking lawsuit with his his former bandmates. It helps
2: narrow down, actually, who's under the masks.
1: Yeah, <laughs> definitely not a liberal. <laughs> it's funny because they're all anti-maskers, but they're on the Mass Singer. Yeah. Well, well, I remember when we were covering Masked Singer last year, 2020, the, f- the season premiere... That was Nick, two years ago Nick now. Cannon was like... Nick Cannon was like, Finally, a reason to get excited about masks <laughs> That's like the first thing he says <laughs> in the season. We loved that show. Oh my god, it made me crazy. It made me go nuts. <laughs> I remember there was a time where we were like I like we were recording early in the morning and I I watched Mass singer, like I woke up early to w- watch it in the morning, and then I was like, "You were like, all right." And I was like, "Hello," <laughs> and you are like, "Just imagine how excited we'll be when Survivor comes back." Because <laughs> I was just like, "Oh my god, I don't know if I can do this. I'm anchored. <laughs> I don't know who was, was fucking Aaron Rodgers or no, it wasn't even Aaron Rodgers. Who was who was Baby Alien again? Some fucking forgotten." Quarterback?
2: Uh, Rob Gronkowski was one of them. No,
1: remember Baby Alien we all thought was like Dave Coulier?
2: Didn't we think that Baby Alien was uh, Jeff Dunham?
1: Jeff Dunham or Dave Coulier, yeah. Yeah. And then it ended up being some fucking loser quarterback? <laughs>
2: some fucking loser
1: Imagine these people are like Watching along The listeners are watching along with us Here Just Got Voted Out Uh, Potentially the most exciting part of the episode And we're just like What fucking loser was Baby Alien again?
2: (laughs) (laughs) This commentary is a success
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, but this is the vibe I wanted Us chilling and watching Survivor This This is the good shit This is what I like Is this a double
2: elimination episode?
1: Yes, Tony goes home at the end of the episode. What the hell? Yeah. Spoilers. What the? He- you 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 know this? Fan of the
2: show, Michaela's uh, still doing well in this. She 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 makes
1: she goes the distance. She she makes it to the merge, and she didn't on her first season. Oh, we forgot to mention uh, mm-hmm. that Jeannie did a cameo.
2: Oh yeah. I guess we can pull that up. Jeannie Machini did a cameo
1: for the quiz last week which I gotta say Mimi spent some money on that one and and, and it's not very good uh, let's take a look that couldn't
2: have cost much Jeannie Machini what's she gouging
3: what's up Joel and Cody this is Jeannie Robin Chen uh, season 41 Survivor Contestant my trivia question is how many Survivor Contestants on season 41 who made it to the merge were clothing belonging to people who didn't make the merge What What? Six total. Shan wore Sarah's shorts. Uh, (laughs) Tiffany wore my t-shirt. Heather wore my t-shirt. Leanne, no, Heather wore, I'm sorry, Heather wore my shorts. Uh, Leanna wore Voce's t-shirt. Also, Ricard and Erica wore Voce's t-shirt as well.
2: What the hell? uh, Who
3: gives a a a shit, Jeannie? Hope you enjoyed it. We didn't. Maybe another question. Uh, Another quiz question could be Whose t shirt was worn by the most contestants on season 41? What? The answer is Voce. Yeah, three people wore his t shirt, so. What the fuck
2: is going on here?
3: She doesn't give a shit.
2: She gave two questions, though. They're just all about whose T-shirt. She only watched forty-one. She's just looking around, being like, "Oh, those that are my would, shorts."
1: That would be meticulous. That's like a scavenger hunt episode, like a uh, uh, question. Like we would have to like do research and be like brainmen watching, <laughs> watching, <laughs> watching for T-shirts. And That'd jackets. be a
2: wild swing. Yeah. It would be a guess. Like who would? Who wouldn't? How many
1: people wore different things of people that were voted out?
2: What? <laughs> like, if we were just watching the season, we're like, oh my God, Tiffany's wearing Genie's shorts and Heather's wearing the shirt? <laughs> so,
1: Genie messaged Mimi, being like, what question do you want me to ask? And Mimi had to spend $20 to message her back.
2: Oh my God. So, it was
1: in total like $45.
2: Oh my God. Yeah. I would have just let it run out. Well, well, she should have because it was
1: also late. <laughs> Genie. We yeah. weren't able to use it on the fucking show last week, which is good because neither of us would have got that. We'd just be like, I don't know, five. <laughs> what if we did get it? What if we saved that question for last too? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. How did Heather and Tiffany get Jeannie's shirt and shorts?
1: They weren't even on the same tribe. Um, yeah, I know. Well, I guess they they were brought over in Ricard's bag. How many people wore Voce's shirts? I don't know. Or maybe <laughs> what Jeannie, are you talking was, about? Jeannie was giving out her clothes at the at the challenge before she was voted out. <laughs> Who wants route. my T-shirt? <laughs> Voce's T-shirt. I want that T-shirt. Yeah, and she's like, whose T-shirt got worn the most? I mean, what the hell, <laughs> the T-shirt? <laughs> I guess there are people that like bid on that shit and buy them, and and are obsessed with the clothing. I guess I don't know. I'm definitely not like that. I don't pay attention to that.
2: I mean, there's notable clothing in this one. Um, oh, b- Brad's. Pants, Brad's capris,
1: right? His tight red capris. Also, there's the big thing of like uh, Sarah wearing Zeke's jacket to the final three, and I think Zeke brings that up in his uh, fucking speech at the end or whatever. And you would know
2: positively. Positively, you you would know if someone was wearing Ozzy's camo shirt.
1: Well, Ozzy's uh, most famous outfit is one where he's not wearing anything at all.
2: Well, he's know, just wearing I a
1: dildo that. pizzazz. Jeannie's <laughs> question is, whose dildo was one shoved up the most asses on the island? <laughs> what the hell? Who was telling us about the wild chickens in the forest... That wasn't on our our Erica episode, was it? Like, I think Heather was telling us that at the after party, that there was, like, chickens they weren't allowed to catch in the forest that were, like, scary. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about that. And Heather was afraid of birds?
2: I don't know if we're allowed to talk about that. Why not? Heather told us that anything she says is between us. All right,
1: fine. But this this season also has uh, the goats where Sandra and Malcolm catch the goats and then realize they don't want to um, kill them because there's they're babies and there's a mom and blah blah blah. remember that. whose shirt was the goat wearing? <laughs> <laughs> what goat was worn the most? <laughs> Tony. What are you doing? Burying himself to listen to a conversation between Sandra and Troy's end? What's the point? <laughs> <laughs> this is some Brad Reese level. <laughs> Tony is no really threat. Who's going to join forces with Tony? OK, so that's what Tony's overhearing. Yeah, but they li- like so Tony's like, oh, I'm hearing my name tossed out there, but Troy is literally saying Tony's not a threat. Tony's running And and, wild. and Tony's totally blowing it up right now. So he's he did this spy bunker thing, but like he then he like he t- comes <laughs> out and starts calling them out on it. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad playing, Tony. Don't do this shit, especially to your ally, Sandra. Who's like the the other winner? You have to align with her.
2: You have to not blame the season
1: for Tony going out early. Oh yeah, Tony. Tony goes in with the wrong mindset, but yeah,
2: he goes in knowing that there'll be an all-winner season and they will not take him seriously after this one.
1: Yeah, do you think that's his like grand master plan? I think so. (laughs) Really? I think so. (laughs) Nah. He's not that smart. Tony's t- like even in his the seasons where he wins, he makes mistakes. Like, like he's not like a perfect player of the game. He overplays in both in both the seasons he wins, it's particularly <laughs> his first season.
2: What What if uh,
1: JT won
2: this one and he was a two time winner?
1: <laughs> JT would have been cool to see back in Winners of War, but I guess once Winners of War was came around, like the. the like we were just like ah, enough fucking JT already.
2: <laughs> yeah, we had a we had a good amount of them. I mean, yeah. Todd was the one we'd want. Yeah, I mean, w- I mean, like
1: looking back, we got Yule. We got to see Danny Boatwright, despite you know her lackluster <laughs> performance. But like you know, we we got people we never thought we'd see come back. Amber, Amber, Amber. <laughs> when I first heard the rumor about Big Brother Celebrity, I heard that. Rob and Amber were both coming back. I we're mean, both not coming back, but going to the Big Brother house.
2: We we don't know what's going to happen with that. I, could Rob be there? Will could, he be there? Could Russell be there? Could Russell and Rob be there? Could Brandon Hance be there? Could it all be
1: all Survivor winners? <laughs> I gotta go to the washroom again.
2: You always have to go multiple times per episode.
1: We gotta, we gotta make a name. I know some podcasts have names for their pee breaks.
2: Um, w- what? Well, I guess it's a regular enough occurrence on here.
1: Yeah. So
2: take a like a, the
1: toilet has spoken. <laughs> <break>. <laughs>
2: um, I guess we can think on that one. Uh, yeah. Take a look at your horny mug when you go in there.
1: All right. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll see it in a different light and have to smash it. It's get another mug. It's pretty horny. It actually changes facial expressions uh, depending on what kind of penis you have. Oh really? Oh my. If it likes <laughs> your penis, it sticks its mouth, its tongue out,
2: with the little drips coming out of its tongue. Huh. Interesting. Well, that's a bit of a compliment, I suppose. <laughs> uh, Zeke and Suri making their alliance. I think that Zeke was a person. I, would, I mean, I'm a huge Millennials versus Gen X fan, so Zeke was someone that I was super excited about seeing back in this. Surrey's so, like mm, dangerous. I can't wait to see what Joel thinks of that mug now that I've pointed it out and outed it. I think that mug might get canceled after Joel gets a good look at it here. Cancel that mug once and for all. (laughs) It, It feels so insane that people even talk strategy at any point to Debbie. Even though she's pretty toned down at this point and isn't full on Debbie. But still, it is insane to me that people even have the conversation. <laughs> okay, she doesn't get paid to be a captain in the Civil Air Control. Gets paid more training. Well, Joel, is the mug canceled or What?
1: Here's what I noticed about the mug, is that it's if, if, if the mug was looking at your penis, the mug was angled in such a way that your penis was out in front of the sink. Yeah, yeah. Were you peeing in the sink? <laughs> yeah, I was pressing in your sink. Why must you do it? <laughs> Why must you pee in the sink? I, tur- I am.
2: I turned it to the toilet.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. You wanted it to look at your penis?
2: Yeah, and then I turned it back. I
1: never actually noticed the water coming out of that tongue. It Right? That's a, that's a, is it thirst? Like, why, why would his tongue be watering? Horny. Horny or
2: hungry. Licking. It's licking. Yeah. But it, it's out there not being,
1: like, tongue-in-cheek.
2: It's out there being suggestive. Mm-hmm.
1: Does Debbie have a mental breakdown on this season? Is that what happens to her?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, because she thinks that Brad makes the wrong choices as a leader or whatever. The
1: peanut butter and jelly.
2: There's so much challenges stuff, too, where she's like, this person screwed up the challenge. and, and she everything. says, Even though it's always Debbie that's screwing up.
1: Yeah, and she says to Haley that, Haley, your head is so far of Brad's ass, your eyes are sticking out of his face. <laughs> <laughs> I was
2: just mentioning that I, uh, when you were gone that I don't understand why anyone ever even bothers like talking strategy to Debbie.
1: Well, she's a strategic powerhouse in the second half of the season and she kind of is in her original season go wrong too but she goes out in the exact same spot before the exact, makes the exact same mistakes Goes out in the exact same fashion, a blind side, and she learns nothing. Mm-hmm. She thinks she she goes in she'll never be a goat because she's too she she goes nuts. She like loves the strategy of it, which is fun. Good honor, but you know, that's that's the way it is. She she wants to make big moves in the game and, and lead the vote. Like she leads the vote against uh, Peter and what's her name in, in uh in on The Brains Tribe. Mm-hmm. Um
2: <laughs> This premiere does have a lot of Troy's
1: Yeah, not much Varner. It's good that they didn't show much Varner. Varner is a small character up to his dumbass moment. Mm-hmm. Total fucking jerk. We like d- Tony, though. I didn't
2: know you had a Funko
1: Pop. Is that a Funko Pop? That's a Funko Pop, Joel. Well, he's armless.
2: You got him under a light, too. He's spotlighted. He's more of a bobblehead. Yeah, the Star Wars and Marvel ones are bobble because of uh, licensing. Oh, okay, but it is a Funko? That's a Funko Pop, yeah.
1: So he's, that is the Nick Nolte's character from The Mandalorian. He, that's how he talks. He goes,
2: you are a Mandalorian. Did you get it out of box? You must have known it was a Funko Pop.
1: It's Mimi's. Mimi got it as a gift from her brother. Oh, because
2: she's a big Nick Nolte fan?
1: Well, she's a big Mandalorian fan. Oh. And I'm a Nick Nolte fan. I, I like the Mandalorian too. As you can see, we have a Grogu doll. Yeah. You need a Grogu Funko Pop. Uh, maybe, maybe. Do you have one?
2: Uh, Colin has um, Grogu, and he has the Mandalorian, and then he has the Mandalorian holding Grogu. Oh, shit. Kind of both of them
1: together there. Mm -hmm. We also have Mandalorian oven mitts. It's just Mimi dressed up as Baby Yoda for uh, Halloween one year, and now our thing is getting Mandalorian shit for Christmas. Even though I don't like the second half of season two. So you hate it? As soon as Boba Fett shows up, I think the the show goes downhill. Yeah, oh. uh, as soon as like legacy characters start showing up in that show, I don't like it. But I like everything up up to it.
2: Well, did you see that? Uh, did you see the big um, story with me? No. Well, Mark Hamill tweeted out th- how much he loves ghosts and is excited about it getting renewed for a second season. He saw
1: That means Mark Hamill saw your face.
2: Luke motherfucking Skywalker saw me doing my thing. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Doesn't that
1: blow your tits off? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's kind of like uh, if... I'm um, trying to think of someone else. Like if uh, Patrick Stewart... Was like, I love Murdoch Mysteries, especially the new season. <laughs> <laughs> the season premiere of Murdoch Mysteries, season 15, <laughs> engaged me. <laughs> they, they do talk about
2: Murdoch Mysteries a lot on Comedy Bang Bang.
1: Because of Kristen Brune. Yeah, the artful detective. They call, they call him uh, Constable Johnstable. Yeah, all right. Yeah, in America it's called the Artful Detective, right? Yeah. Yeah. Christian Bruin,
2: past guest of Spooked.
1: Yeah, maybe he'll come on Merge Brute sometime.
2: Yeah, maybe watch a Survivor. We actually, the first time he was on Comedy Bang Bang, it released the exact same day as when the first time he did Spooked.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, he retweeted them
1: both the same day. Nice. So. we're about to see... Well, we, we didn't talk about it when it first happened, but like the, the fucking Captain Nemo immunity idol thing.
2: Would you have wore th-
1: worn that? I don't know. I feel like the only head that it would fit on in this season is ties. <laughs> <laughs> Got a small head, not a small brain. Um, oh, this, this is the big wet snake challenge. Yeah. Do you think you'd do well at carrying around this wet snake? I mean, I don't have very strong arms.
2: I feel like someone gets stuck under this snake.
1: Mm.
2: Well, you don't have strong arms? Well, I'm not very... I wouldn't say that I'm good at strength, no. Arm wrestle me right now, live on air.
1: Arm wrestle? Uh, no. <laughs> I feel like I could be, you know, arm wrestle, maybe. You think so? Mm, I don't know. I don't care. I mean, I w- if if you won, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> you know. But have you seen uh, yeah. the movie Over the Top with with Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, that's how I got all my techniques. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why I'm so
2: skilled in arm wrestling. Over the top. I've never lost an arm wrestle, Joel.
1: That movie is like he's a trucker, and he wants to get his son out of an orphanage, so he has to win an arm wrestling competition.
2: <laughs> if you had the the option to arm wrestle Sol- Sylvester Stallone, mm-hmm. Sly, mm-hmm. would you take it? Would
1: you t- take that opportunity? Would I be able to have an interaction outside of it if it wasn't for the arm wrestling competition? Um, brief. But it's
2: longer if you're arm wrestle.
1: I just, well, it wouldn't be that long. He would just fucking crush my arm. He'd probably break it in half like in the movie The Fly. <laughs> you think he would crunch you? Yes. He's got very strong arms, even in his old age. I think I could take him. You know what? I can see you having a strong arm. Do you have a Do you have a nice big strong arm? I got a big strong arm. Yeah, you could probably beat me in an arm wrestling competition. I don't know hmm okay, I, I mean, I, I'm more of a cardio guy when it comes to working out. I like cardio and stretching. That's pretty much me. i do uh i don't I don't love lifting weights or all that shite I don't like doing push-ups either. I and like shit-ups.
2: I like lifting weights and that stuff. i I like doing the cardio too. I'm an elliptical guy.
1: I like the elliptical, but everybody's like, oh, it's for old people. like, yeah, well, fuck off.
2: I I have to do... I've torn my MCL so many times, I have to do the elliptical. It's easier on me. Right. It's easier on my old knees. Yeah, we
1: haven't talked about Andrea much. I like Andrea.
2: This season hasn't talked about Andrea much. Well,
1: we also didn't talk (laughs) about how the the weird twist in this season is that there's no revote when there's a tie. It's a 400-pound snake. But uh, I'll, I'll 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 say it. I like Andrea. I have a crush on her. But also, like not just about her looks. She seems like a nice person. Yeah. Okay. She's bubbly.
2: Okay. What the hell? What? They got the 400-pound pa- snake over. Whoa. Ty and Zeke pretty much threw it over there.
1: Well, I mean, Aussie's on that tribe too, and Andr- Andrea is also a challenge B. Let's not forget, and there's Sarah, the and Brad. Like this is a stacked tribe. That's probably why they fucking um, had a, a a swap so early. Like the next episode, there's a swap, and I think it's because of the 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 pathetic performance of Caleb and in Troyzan in this challenge with Varner versus. Ozzy and Andrea and Brad Culpepper and Sarah. Look at Varner right now.
2: Yeah, he's not helping it. Yeah, Varner is not helping at all. Varner was hanging off the head of the snake. (laughs) Why didn't they have Malcolm as a part of that?
1: Where is Malcolm and all
2: that? He's over there at the puzzle part. Oh,
1: because he's good at puzzles.
2: Yeah, but... You need him for strength. Yeah. Wouldn't Aubrey be good at puzzles?
1: You'd think. She's got glasses. Yeah, that's how I go by (laughs) (laughs) myself. Oh, my God. They just dropped the fucking snake (laughs) off the goddamn balance beam. It's a 400-pound snake. Oh, you know what Malcolm's probably for? Tossing the rings. Oh, they have to do that, eh? Yeah. Oh, my God. Haley Ford, you absolute dumbass. This is what you call a disaster in a Survivor Challenge, says Jeff. This is what you call a, survi- a disaster in a Survivor Challenge. Why don't you just say, this is, a dis- this is a disaster, instead of saying, that's like, I don't know. I If I was like on the writing team in Survivor, I'd be like, come on could—that's a redundancy. <laughs> you can say that in less words. Yeah. You know? Can we not f-
2: um, forget that Sierra Dawn Thomas got that ring in one try, mm-hmm. and then switch it off to JT?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, oh, Sierra Dawn! That's why she's a game changer, baby. Yeah,
1: she's she's good at uh, carnival games. Rings. If I was going to be on Survivor, my main practice would be to go to the carnival. (laughs) Yeah. I guess modern day carnival is Dave and Buster's escape rooms. Can you take me to Dave and Buster's? Yeah, we should go. It's so fun.
2: Have you been? No. I've never been. It's so fun, man. I never got to go to a Chuck E. Cheese as a kid.
1: I think I did, but I don't remember it.
2: Very well. I remember um, this is before GPSs and everything. So when I was a kid, we went to Ottawa with my cousins to go to Chuck E. Cheese, and my mom just couldn't find it. So we turned around, and went home. We drove all the way to Ottawa, just turned around, and went home. What? We couldn't find it.
1: Yeah, those are the days
2: before GPS. Yeah, she had the Google Malcolm Maps. is killing it, it in this. It was all lost. Challenge. Let me tell you, we would I would not go to Amazing Race with my mom because she couldn't find the Chuck E. Cheese around, that day. yeah.
1: We should go on Amazing
2: Race together. Wouldn't that be great? Do they still do the Canadian one? Yeah, with
1: uh Mr. Chugbeer. Chugbeer? Mr. Chugbeer. Uh, what's his fucking name? Um, he's from he he won a gold medal in Skeleton Losing. Remember? No. This is—I I don't remember this being a comeback. Jeff literally called this what they call uh, a, a disaster on Survivor, and now it's a tie game. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Malcolm is a miracle for their tribe. Mm-hmm. Oh, JT. So what's his? You know the guy, and he was walking down like the gold medal village in tw- in twenty ten, and then like somebody handed him a. Uh, somebody handed him a, uh, a pitcher of beer and he chugged it? <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm looking it up. What's his name? John something? Jim something? What's his name? It was Joel something. Michaela's like, oh my god, what an asshole. As if she would have done so much better in that ring toss challenge. Yeah, right, Michaela. What are you looking up?
2: Uh, Okay, the Amazing Race Canada is still, it hasn't had a season since 2019, but it's postponed until 2022. Yeah, it's coming
1: back soon, right? Yeah. What's his name?
2: We can go on
1: it. Oh, I don't
2: see that. Where do? I don't see the host.
1: John something? Jay something? Jay Peterman? Hosted by, what the fuck? You're not going to figure it out? <laughs> well, you're leaving, leaving that for me? That wasn't important. Cody to puts me. away his phone after reading that. Oh, yeah, it's coming back.
2: <laughs> yeah, it would have been so easy for me to I've just b- click I've been like,
1: I've been over here being like, what's his name? John? Jim? <laughs> and you just put away your phone and make me look it up. Well, myself. I was
2: just, I had to put it away to start brainstorming ideas for us to get on Amazing Race John Canada. John Montgomery. Amazing Race Canada. Mon John Montgomery. I
1: mean, wouldn't you,
2: it sucks because you would much rather want to do the American one.
1: Is Amazing Race Canada, only, they only go around the Canada spots? Yeah, whereas the American Canada, yeah. one goes the world. Yeah, whatever.
2: I like Canada. Canada's nice. Uh, I can't wait to
1: do a small task in Nova Scotia. Erica should. Me and Erica should go on uh, Amazing what Race Canada. What the hell?
2: You've already ditched me?
1: Yeah, I should go on with Mimi. But I'm going to go on with Erica. What the hell? Yeah. Who am I going on with? Colin? Well, there's apparently a Montreal guy on, on uh, season 42, isn't there? Or a couple Montreal people.
2: Oh, you want me to go on with a survivor? Yeah. Well, there's someone, I think, from London, Ontario. Are you sure it's not England?
1: I don't think it's For the healthy. American listeners, as you watched Australian Survivor, please know that there's a London and Ontario. Please... Acknowledge that as you're watching Sandra on Australian Survivor next season. Don't ever forget while you're watching Sandra on Australian Survivor that there's a London in Ontario. (laughs) Please. What the hell? What the heck is going on? Don't ever
2: forget that. I can't wait for us to be on Amazing Race Canada together. Wow. Wow. The American one isn't canceled, too.
1: Cancel culture. Yeah, I I just think that... Your mug's
2: canceled. What's that? Your mug in the bathroom's canceled. You're canceled for pissing in my sink, man. (laughs) No, I think our listeners will like that. Man, oh, man, this episode just keeps on fucking going.
1: So, Tony is being taken out by the strategic powerhouse, Haley Ford.
2: Yeah, she's too good. I got to admit it. She's too good. How much? Yeah, Tony is going home. You surprised that Joe's not on this season? I think he was asked. I think he was asked. Can you imagine Joe, Malcolm, and Ozzy on the same season? I
1: think. The world just might explode. Put them all on the same tribe, too. Watch them go. And then Xander and Detective Dean. (laughs) And Alec. Alec. And what's his name? Why do I always forget that kid's name from 39? Gavin. Gavin. No, thirty-nine. Gavin, do you think he's the Aussie of that season? (laughs) I feel like Joe is the Joe of that season. (laughs) Yeah, I think so too. What's the kid's name? Survivor Devin. No, oh, that's Healers Hustlers, right? Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa from (laughs) Final Destination. He's Casper the Ghost. And Idle Hands. And Casper and,
2: and the Little Chucky, Giants. Chucky TV series. Devin wow. Sawa's on that show? He's two characters in it.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm. I watched something with Devin Sawa in it recently. Some wolf movie. I can't remember what that was called.
2: Silver Bullet with Corey Haim.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Devin Sawa's a baby in it. What is this fucking kid's name? Aaron? No, no. Jack. His name is Jack. Fucking kid's name is Jack. The guy from Thirty Nine, by the way.
2: I think Michaela's gonna regret not flipping the vote with them here.
1: Like next episode?
2: Well, just in general, cause she, the whole thing is that she keeps getting pissed off about challenges.
1: Well, they're they're going to a swap next. There's no tribal anything in this season because there's so many fucking swaps. You wish
2: there was never a swap? I there was never a swap. I mean,
1: there was no... Okay, so outside of 41, there was no swap. Did you like that in 41? No swap? Yeah. I wanted a swap. I didn't miss a swap.
2: I wanted them to go to two tribes. Uh, I
1: kind of would like to see a no-swap season with two tribes again.
2: But we'll get the same format next season with no-swap, too, because there's the catchphrases. Right.
1: Are they doing three three tribes next season?
2: Yeah, three tri- tribes, three catchphrases. Fr- it said all three catchphrases in the preview for it. I just forget what
1: they are. Potatoes are just humans without skin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Hey, everybody. Potatoes are just humans without skin, okay, Jeff? Can I'm we get to this challenge, please? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I'm exhausted. <laughs> hey, llamas are just Tony without talking. Okay. <laughs> broccoli is just tiny goats. <laughs> broccoli is just tiny goats who are also our ancestors. <laughs> 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 oh God!
2: What a life we live. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Final tribal council of the episode. Final. It's final tribal council. <laughs> Let's vote for who wins. Can you imagine that as a twist of a season? First episode, one and done, baby. Final yeah, travel. We're gonna vote. You can vote for everybody. No,
1: the the first one out. It's just like the the twist is Sierra Easton will now vote for the winner. She's <laughs> the only one on the jury.
2: <laughs> That's a game changer right there.
1: That's gonna be a game changer. Okay, so uh, I'm reading here. Um, the phrase the one The only phrase that was in the commercial is "Potatoes have skin. I have skin. am I a potato? <laughs>
2: someone i th- I think, and I mentioned it in the Eric interview, it ruined Xander's game. Everyone thought he was an idiot after he said something like that,
1: three, four times. yeah,
2: now, if someone's gonna say that, <laughs> they're toast. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Potatoes have skin. I have skin. Jeff, am I a potato? (laughs) Make me a potato. Everybody have fun in the (laughs) challenge, all right? I see myself as a Malcolm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Michaela. Don't send the strong physical players home right now. Now I'm getting scared, says Sandra. Anybody but me, she says. Sandra's great in this season. I wish she won it. Won that three-time winner, three three-time time winner? Three time winner, Sandra Diaz
2: Twan. Sandra Don Thomas. Sandra Easton. I wish Troy Zan won this season.
1: He should have. <laughs> What if fans versus Troyzan who would of <laughs> everyone in the season, who would Troyzan have to be sitting next to to win debbie and
2: Brad came close, right, so
1: yeah, no people were voting for Brad. I feel like Brad would beat Tarzan
2: um Aubrey and debbie,
1: debbie and B Cowboy. <laughs>
2: I don't know. Troy's I don't think Troy's Anne stands feel a like shot. I if
1: Debbie makes it to the end, she might have a chance, though, too, because she's so so strategic. If she's making it to the end, it just means she's leading lots of votes. No, she rubs everyone the wrong way. Definitely. Sure. Uh, remember how Cochran's in this season? <laughs> right. <laughs> Giving <laughs> advice to... Sandra, I feel like we might have talked about this when we did it. We did a whole episode on this season, too. I, I know. We've talked about Game Changers through...
2: the. Re- that was the whole thing with this commentary. Even, like, Token Chains. Like, we covered it. Game Changers, we... At least... Actually, we didn't rewatch this whole season and talk about it like we did Token Chains.
1: We didn't do an episode on t- Token Chains. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. We did an episode on Game Changers. We've never done an episode... Uh, Uh, on Token cheese, We did an episode with Tom Henry on Game Changers. And Tom loved it. He was in between us, but he was definitely on your side. But I also don't hate this season. I just think pre-merge is so much better than the post-merge. It's it's a top 10 season. It is not. (laughs) 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 Definitively, we have decided it is not. It's a top 20. I guess.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It almost made it all the way to the end, too.
1: The big thing about this tribal council is when Sandra yells at Tony on his, on his way out the door, that's what you get for coming after me. He's like, oh, and he goes like, yeah, yeah, I showed your mouth, blah, 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 blah. Remember? <laughs>
2: well, I'm about to see it, <laughs> I guess. See, Yeah, you don't
1: have to remember it. <laughs> I'm not too sure, Jeff.
2: Uh, You hate to see it come down to this, huh? You're either going to lose Sandra or Tony.
1: Well, yeah, watching this for the first time, you're like, Jesus Christ, I've been so excited to see fucking Tony on Survivor, and he goes out in the premiere episode. Are you kidding me?
2: It's like when Rupert went out at the beginning, not even.
1: (laughs) Oh, so Tony is the, Tony, they're splitting the vote between Aubrey and Tony.
2: Oh, imagine how much better this season would have been if Aubrey went out here. Well, yeah, then it would have been a number one season This is
1: maybe the most fun uh season to do this on is to look at the uh the boot list in reverse and to see how much fun the season would be. So the final three <laughs> is is Beast Mode Cowboy, Tony, and Sierra and Sierra wins <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And Sandra makes the merge.
2: Sandra makes the merge. Did you, did you know Sierra voted out her own
1: mom? Sierra votes out her own mom. Uh, Tony, <laughs> Sandra adopts Sierra. <laughs> and then Sierra votes her out.
2: We didn't get to see Sierra's mom in the family visit.
1: We would have been able to maybe or see her Trump supporter husband. <laughs> at the very least. Two votes, Tony. Two votes, Aubrey. Tony. Oh, my God. Tony's going home. Voted out. The only time Tony's been voted out.
2: This would have been heartbreaking
1: for you. Yeah. Tony. All right, let's listen to this. (laughs) Let's listen. Sheep being... Good job. And the queen stays queen. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you guess. Get Take your ass home. And the funny part is, is that they spend the whole pre-jury trip together, too, <laughs> and become good friends <laughs> with JT and Malcolm. Malcolm has really funny stories about that that uh, pre-merge trip. It's Beast Mode Cowboy... Tony, Sierra, Sandra, Malcolm. That's a fun pre-merge trip. Yeah, you would have. Because I was thinking about Sarah Wilson with all the older people on the pre-merge trip. She would have been miserable. She's there with Abraham and Brad Reese. (laughs) (laughs) Genie comes in. Genie. I guess she's got JD and Voce.
0: Yeah.
2: But I just feel like she wouldn't. I was thinking about the pre-merge of that season and didn't think about Sarah at all.
1: She gave us a question last week on the show. That's who that was? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, next week we're looking at the next time on and fucking... This is the Kelly Wentworth. The Kelly Wentworth. Well, no, they, they they have a swap right away. It's so silly.
2: That's the goat already.
1: This is where JT starts to pop. Um, Tony is giving his final words. Yeah. He was not able. He did not. He w- he knew co- coming in that he would have a target on his back, but he did not.
2: Even B-Smoke Cowboy voted play. for him yeah. Yeah. and spelt it with an I. <laughs>
1: Tony like, like Tony Collette. Like, T- like, Colette. like <laughs> yeah, Tony <laughs> Goldman, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, well... There you have it. That's our commentary on the season premiere of... What's this show called again? Survivor Survivor. Season 34? Game Changers? What do you you think? Would you do this again? I feel like I'm going to throw up. Why? Because you're thinking about the mug? Yeah. Do you think that's what the water coming out of his tongue is? Vomit? Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, I think it's fucking slop of him slopping his lips, looking slop? at my ding what dong. This, what is this, Big Brother? Yeah. Slop?
1: <laughs> you like it when they eat slop? I love how They well, show well, vers- the slop. I don't even know what slop is.
2: Well, they used to show it all the time. It looks to me like it's basically oatmeal.
1: It's oatmeal and protein. Yeah. Like yeah. it's protein powder mm-hmm. and oatmeal. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they used to focus on the slop a lot. When I watched it, but then I think it 's been going on for so long people don 't give a shit about the slop yeah. anymore
1: in in Big brother Canada, season nine, they're like making slop pancakes.
2: you should be watching the American Big Brother and work your way up to all stars
1: yeah well i i 'm watching Big Brother Canada because of Mimi's job right now
2: but there 's no chicken george in Big Brother Canada. Yeah, but there is, uh, what's her name? Beth. <laughs> <laughs> you could be building up to the ultimate Survivor Big Brother crossover of Chicken George and
1: Chicken. You mean, um, damn, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do they actually
2: have a crossover? Yeah. Really? No. It's like an Aussie coach style Redemption Island, but on Big Brother with Chicken George and Chicken.
1: <laughs> chicken versus Chicken. <laughs> Julie Chan doing a Jeff Probst and Survivor and Big Brother have always been about chickens. <laughs> the ultimate... Survivor, <laughs> Big Brother Showdown, chicken versus chicken, and the winner
2: doesn't get a million dollars. They get the SIA award,
1: and they have to. Then the SIA award is a dinner with Thai. <laughs> okay, everyone. Thank you for listening. Uh, do you have any last words? Yeah. Right. Do you think by that chicken with that? I don't know what I meant by chicken with Thai. A dinner with a chicken dinner with Thai. I don't know. Well,
2: because he's known for saving the chickens. Yeah. I just wanted people to rate, review, subscribe is all I wanted.
1: Chicken versus chicken versus tie.
2: I guess rating and reviewing is the same. But make sure you do it on Spotify because you're allowed to do it now there. Yeah,
1: and you can do it on Apple Podcasts as well. Mm-hmm. And tell your friends. Yeah, tweet at us, Instagram us, let us know how you're feeling. Twitter, Merge Boot Pod, Instagram, Merge Boot Podcast.
2: It's all in the description.
1: And uh, yeah, we'll be having some reality um, show, reality game show roundups, some uh, coming up. Uh, I don't think we're going to do episode by episode on Big Brother Celebrity or fucking um, Australian I'm Survivor, but we will I'm going to organize m- my
2: own... Mass singer for you with local
1: comedians. That'd be funny. (laughs) (laughs) Local comedian, mass singer, yeah. If it was old, we, we get Shanty Morostica on. What the hell? If we're going by the actual mass singer um, oh my casting god. decisions, we got to find somebody who's canceled and try to re- rehabilitate them. What the hell? Oh my god! <laughs> Is that the first time sh- we've talked about Shanty Marostica on this podcast? I, f- I can't imagine why we would bring them All up. All the American any other time. listeners watching your Australian Survivor, Shanty Morastica means nothing. (laughs) That name doesn't mean shit. And it honestly doesn't mean much here anymore either. (laughs) Used to mean a lot in this town. Not much anymore. I'm glad that we got to talk about this. If you want to know who Shanti Murawski is, listen to a little podcast called Spooked. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? Uh, this has been a fun episode, Cody. Thanks for coming out to my house in the in the West End. Yeah, it's so far away, and I make that trek all the time.
2: Yeah, weekly well,
1: to your house.
2: Yours is in the middle of nowhere. Mine. No, it's not. Mine. You live
1: in fucking Green. I'm not gonna. Will you keep my address. I'm not gonna dox you. Green Bay,
2: Wisconsin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you live in a in a Cineplex scre- a theater screening the Green Knight. all right everybody thank you for listening and we'll talk to you later bye-bye